0: veteran
1: and his emotional
0: support Canadian. Scream into the void about the Mormon Church. If you want to reach us, we are on Instagram at Priesthood.
1: and you can email us at priesthood at gmail.com Thanks for joining
0: us. capacity of him to, to I just when I heard that like you had just obliterated the LGBTQ community and said like we're coming at you with musket fire and then you could this and be like we weep for you I'm like
1: no no you weep for your lost timing dollars yeah mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> gross it's gross I hate it I hate it so much ugh my second choice was from Sunday morning. Um, it is I'm going to butcher his name. Garrett Gong, I believe his name is. Um, he, It's called Happy and Forever. Mm. So this one, <laughs> here, I'm going to open it up so I actually have it in front of me. <sighs> Where did it go? Garrett W. Gong, sorry, I forgot the middle, middle initial. initial. Oh,
0: middle initial, okay. Can't get that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, okay, so he starts off talking about how happy and forever are not just stuff, imaginary stuff of fairy tales. So.
2: I sense some toxic positivity coming today.
1: <laughs> <Yay. Right. Yeah. laughs> um. So, yeah, he starts to talk about. True enduring joy and eternity with those we love are the very essence of God's plan of happiness. Um, yeah, okay. So he's talking about how we are alive in Jesus Christ, and this includes immortality. And again, we're circling back to the little I hate that we, it's this life is meaningless because the next life is where it all matters. And it's this constant, not now, but later, Uh not now, but later. I hate it so much that we just cannot be allowed to just like, we have this one incredible life and it's such a short amount of time. And the older you get, the quicker it seems to go. And instead of embracing things that light our souls on fire, it's, mm, mm,
2: don't worry about it. You'll have so much better later. Yeah. You know, that's something that I noticed after I lost my faith in it, and particularly even like losing faith in God. It was like, you know, you'll hear from a lot of people like, well, how have to find joy. What's the meaning of life if you don't believe in God? And to me, life is so much more fulfilling and exciting and um, joyful now because it's like, I don't I don't know what's going to happen after I die. So why not? yeah no one knows, so why not just like live as much as you can now and and do things that you love versus like, uh, well, I have eternity later, so whatever do yeah, you
0: though yeah. do you that's the thing I'm just like <laughs> I'm not gonna base no, my no one life knows that's unknown that you think that there's some fairy like it's it's a fairy tale, like this mm-hmm. idea that that like, you're gonna have these mansions in the in the afterlife and like that you're gonna live this beautiful Utopia, that's just no. I'm going to live now and make my own utopia here, my own personal utopia here.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That
0: may look different than whatever the fuck you guys want, but I'm just going to do me. Like
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like watching my child climb up into a tree and watch a little caterpillar creepity crawl oh. across the branch and watching his eyes light up and him get so excited about this little that he's found that's what life is about it's watching that and I've had a conversation with a loved one who I've said something about like bad relationships and like how do you work it out and they have told me I don't worry about it because in this life it doesn't matter in eternity we'll be able to figure out our relationship Mm. and it hit me so hard that I might have said this already and sorry if I cry my family doesn't have a lot to do with me because of the choices that I've made, which is fair. Um, But the fact that they believe that I'm not going to be with them in the eternity and they still choose to have nothing to do with me really hurts. Um, Sorry. I'm sorry, bud. It's, it's very, it's very telling of how they, think about me as a person that I'm not willing the effort in this life that they have with me that they're going to worry about their little eternal family in the afterlife and it's so damaging it's damaging to relationships in a way that I don't know that is there's no way to repair because at the end of the day they still believe that I won't be with them you know yeah
2: (laughs) yeah and they still they stay in that religion that it's teaching them that you are not worthy of being with them forever. Yeah. 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 I, I feel that. Yeah.
1: And it's, it's very, yeah, it just, it's, it's causes such a rift in families and in, in a religion that's so family first and families forever. Yeah. It, it creates such a huge divide that there's just not really a way to cross that because at the end of the day, yeah. you don't want anything to do with me. You yeah. know? Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, and, you know, I've I've heard from people that are like, well, you left the church, you don't believe that anymore, so why do you care? And it's like, yeah, okay, I don't believe in the Mormon afterlife, but people that I love do. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what hurts, is that they believe something that teaches them that I am not going to be with them.
1: Mm-hmm. And that yeah. they have no desire to spend what limited time they have with me, with me. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Um, so he tells a story about a friend who um, joined the church and they were so happy to learn that there was no more till death do you part. I, <laughs> I hate it so much. Um, when Patrick and I got married, we were married by a Mormon bishop because he'd known me my entire life. And why not? Right. I mean, saves you $75 from hiring somebody. <laughs> 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 but, um, We said to him, we said, can you take out any of the, like, until you both die, until death do you part, like, any of that? And he was happy to. He was like, sure. So he just, like, he married us. He gave us a little spiel about how, like, you know, whatever. We said our own vows to each other. And then he pronounced us man and wife. And that was it. There was no, until death do you part. There was none of that. It's not a prerequisite in a civil marriage to have that part part of it. Right. You can take whatever you want. You can proclaim to each other that I will find you in the next world, and I will annoy you with my dirty socks forever, or whatever. I don't know, Uh but it just like bothered me that that's such a like sticking point with them that they're like everybody else tells you that once you die, and I'm like, no, actually, like it's not. Oh, I just. Well,
0: it goes back to uh, Brad Wilcox talked. I I was just thinking
2: of that. Mm -hmm.
0: He talks about like the. Oh, can you imagine talking about death to you part? And we talk about the eternities and we're in and there. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. you don't even know. You don't know. You don't know.
1: You can say you know, yeah.
0: but like, and also, even... what, what's it to you if somebody wants to have, doesn't <laughs> want to have, or if they want to have till death to you part, if that's what they believe, that if people believe once we're done, we're in the ground, we're done, we don't know, like nobody knows. And so yeah. let them have that. Let them yeah. have it. And yeah. in which, your, your maybe, little fairy tale, we'll have our little, yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah.
1: And like, maybe I don't want to deal with his dirty socks in my next. <laughs>
0: <day>.
1: <laughs> maybe I will find someone else who puts their socks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> love you,
0: love
1: you, Pat. No,
0: I, I,
2: <laughs> and I, I feel, feel like it's.
0: it's oh,
2: by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's dishonest too, of of anyone who's like, I know what happens after we die, because literally no one knows, but you can believe you can absolutely cling to
1: those beliefs with every fiber of your soul. I will never ever deny you that, but to say, I know fuck right off. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. You don't know. Um. So yeah. So this friend, she finds out about no more destiny and fire and then about temple work, but she's decided that she doesn't want to do her dad's temple work because she didn't want to be sealed to him forever because he wasn't a very nice guy. And I'm like, yeah, that's a valid point. Like, The church constantly forcing abuse victims to let it go. Everything's fine. Just suck it up. Drives me insane. Like, Mm -hmm. and you guys have talked about this with your pre-mortal existence. Like we were supposedly the same before. We're the same now and we're the same later. So if a man is an abusive asshole that means he was before, he is now, and he will be later. So they always tell these fluffy stories about how, after they died, they're taught the gospel, the gospel that they were had available in this life. They're they're taught it again, and then they suddenly accept it, even though they're the same per. Like the the plot holes in the church's stories. <laughs> yeah. So crazy. Yeah. Like, can we get an advanced reader copy so somebody can edit this shit, please? Thank you. <laughs> a little inside joke, but anyways. <laughs> um, but he says, a bent branch does not mean a bad tree. How we come into this world is less important than how we leave it. So it's just circle talk again, because he literally Wait. just...
0: So it's either... So... We're either the same then, now, and forever, or we're not. Like,
1: yeah, okay, that doesn't so make there's any sense. There's a paragraph that he's <laughs> talking about how we need to love and embrace, and we need to do people's temporal work. And then he talked about blah, 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 blah. And then he says, it's actually how we go out of this life. So, right in his own talk, he completely yeah. contradicts himself that yeah, for, for somebody. Yeah.
0: The, the doctrine is always about eternal progression, and then then they also, but they also think that like we're always gonna be the same because our souls are endless. Yeah. So which is it, bitches?
2: And it <laughs>
1: wasn't until I was out of the church and looking at this black and white that I saw the contradictions that you look at any conference talk and they contradict themselves or they contradict somebody who spoke 12 minutes ago. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> there's no continuity in their teachings. And it makes me want to throw something across the rope.
0: <laughs> but then they have this like face of that, that it's like we are. You know every every ward, every church that you go to is going to be the same because you go and then. But I've been to like missionary, like on my mission, like I've been to other wards and stuff, and they're teaching weird shit. You know, like it's just like, Mm -hmm. and I mean Mormon shit is weird, but like (laughs) like 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 really weird shit. Going from like Idaho and Utah to like going to like outer the outer limits, (laughs) (laughs) outer reaches is an interesting experience because you're just like you go out there and there's like some they throw some weird shit in there mm-hmm. and, like they'll, there's one sunday school teacher that was talking like super deep doctrine about like kolob and shit and we had like investigators in there i hate that term but the <laughs> so like
1: friends now they just
0: call oh, them friends
1: oh, friends <laughs> 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 my, my
0: friend on Facebook. That's what they because so, they're on Facebook now. Yeah. I have a cousin that's on a mission now, and I. Oh no. Literally, he did not have Facebook until he went on a mission, and yeah. now I see him on my like friends to add list. I'm like, no, honey, no. Like,
1: denied. <laughs> Thank you. <for>
0: denied. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. I I don't understand how. Because on the face of it, they, they're like, oh, we have this con- continuous gospel and it's ever changing and everlasting. And then, but like you go to different, they act like they're all the same everywhere, but they're not.
1: No, That's no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and also like, I'm, I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. Don't tell the Utah Mormons. There are people in Cardston who absolutely believe with every fiber of their being that Utah, Salt Lake City is not actually Zion, that they were called to come to Cardston because that is God's real Zion. Like, oh, stand up, stand up in fast and testimony need and talk about spicy. how we are chosen because we were
2: brought to Canada to Karsten. I know, well, I know. Uh, Get, well, Chad Daybell thought that Rexburg, Idaho, was Zion. Mm-hmm. so I'm like dying right now, guys.
1: <laughs> I mean, technically, I am too, because. Well, like,
0: oh yeah. But you know like, like,
1: it's there's such wild teachings based on where you are, and it's just like we were talking yeah. about. There's different like denominations almost based on what state you live in or what country you live in, like. For sure. Oh
2: fuck. Yeah. Yep.
1: Um. Anyways, okay. Here's another one. I have to find the. Anyway, so she prays, she does her father's temple work, they get sealed, blah, 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 because, yeah. Yay. Um, Yay. Um, So, in the Kirtland Temple, the prophet Joseph Smith saw in Vision his brother Alvin saved in the Celestial Kingdom. The prophet Joseph marveled, since Alvin had died before receiving the saving ordinance of baptism. Comfortingly, the Lord explained why. The Lord will judge us according to our works, according to the desires of our heart. Our souls bear record of our works and desires. So we just got done talking about how all these people need to have the saving ordinances of the temple. But don't worry, Alvin's saved in the celestial kingdom because of the desires of his heart.
2: Oh, yeah. So which is it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is full of contradictions. Holy shit.
1: (laughs)
2: Yeah, you can't have it both ways.
1: (laughs) Like, this poor little girl who didn't want to be sealed to her dad for eternity because he was an abusive asshole has to do his temple work, but Alvin didn't need his his baptism done because he had a good heart. Like, no, no.
2: Yeah, it's like they put both of those in there to, like, appease people who think both ways. Yeah. You know, like, (sighs) people who are like, oh, yeah, all about temple work. Yeah, 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 yeah. But oh, what about some of you who have like maybe people who left or in your family or whatever? Then you can have this little caveat of like, oh well, um, they they had a good heart, so they'll, maybe they'll be safe too. Yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> or it's like, oh, my child died after they turned eight, but they weren't able to. We were not able to get their baptism. Well, don't worry because they were a good person. Like, yeah, it's just such a bullshit. bullshit. I hate it. It's just so a much. way to have have it both ways. Yeah, and then his closing little. Magnet that we'll see at Deseret Books is (laughs) We are less alone when we realize we are not alone.
2: Oh,
0: we are less alone. Wait, say that again.
1: We are less alone when we realize we are not alone.
0: That also sounds really creepy.
1: Oh yeah, you're not
2: alone, you're being watched.
1: Yeah, but like also like yeah, no shit. If I'm not alone, I'm not alone.
2: Like obviously. So smart. So smart Like, is he. like as a
1: believing Mormon, I've been like, "Oh my god, I'm going to write that down in the in the margins of my scriptures. I'm less alone because I'm not alone."
0: Put it on a sticky note on my mirror, so I'll always That's remember like, that I'm not I'm alone. Not,
1: every morning, I am not alone, and so I'm not lonely because I'm oh.
0: Then you think my of like the, like the um, I'm thinking of like the 23 year old spinsters in the Mormon <laughs> Church that are like. <laughs> Oh, I'm not alone. I'm, I'm never alone. alone. I'm single, but I'm not alone. You know, I'm just yeah, like I'm thinking not... that yeah. what they're yeah. thinking too. <laughs>
1: I just wanted to put yeah. the meme of Miranda Priestley just being like groundbreaking. groundbreaking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never thought of that before. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there's my Oh, lovely. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> okay. My second talk was by Rusty himself. Uh Ooh. Overcome, <laughs> overcome the world and find rest by Russell uh, M. Nelson. Uh, I
0: already hate it. Um,
2: yeah. Overcome <laughs> the world, you guys. Um, because yeah, again, like the world is evil and you need to wait till the next life to enjoy anything. Um, yeah, he, yeah. he he starts out with a lot of love bombing, like it was a lot of like I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. <laughs> Heavenly Father loves you. Jesus loves
0: but, you. <laughs> okay.
2: I cut it all out.
0: Rusty. Fuck off. He's a, a little desperate. Ben, I'm too young for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're not my
1: type, Rusty. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> in those missionary contact moments. Oh, oh yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> <ugh>. Oh, <laughs> gross. Um, okay, so he <laughs> says, My dear brothers and sisters, so many wonderful things are ahead. In coming days, we will see the greatest manifestations of the Savior's power that the world has ever seen. Okay, this reminded me of when in like 2019 he had that eat your vitamin pills talk where he was like, big things are coming. And then when COVID, when COVID hit, remember COVID hit and everyone was like, oh, our prophet told us to take vitamins. He totally knew. And it's like, oh, if he knew, he was an asshole and he did not warn anyone. If he knew, he should have been like, yo.
1: Yeah. Pick yo. Toilet paper? Yeah. Or yeah, right? Because their <laughs> shit, <laughs> shit is going to hit the fan. Lots of it.
0: Yeah. 2019, COVID was, like, starting in China. Like Yeah.
1: Because Americans forget yeah. that there's a whole globe. <laughs> yeah,
2: especially so Mormons like, forget. Oh, my yeah.
1: God. Not fully aware that, like, we were all looking at, like, Wuhan, China, being like, there's some shit going down over there.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's happening. So I bet that... Uh, Mormons are going to use this talks. So, so anything that happens now mm-hmm. that is, like, a great or amazing or interesting thing, they're going to be like, look, look, he prophesied it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it so can smart. be anything
1: from, like, how your um election's going to turn out yeah.
2: to, like, something anything. great
1: happening in some country. Like, yeah.
2: It's going it to be anything. Because it was so vague.
1: Yeah. Or they'll turn it and they'll say, there's going to be, like, a huge... Natural disaster, and they'll be like, that I oh. was talking about God is mad at those people because they're mm-hmm. practicing homosexuality or whatever Ugh. they say.
0: Oh yeah, because Florida like, just I mean, got leveled, but and there's a lot of homosexuals down there, so you know. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Um. <laughs> okay. I grieve for those who leave the church because they feel membership requires too much of them. They, they have. Oh yeah, it gets better. They have not yet discovered that making and keeping covenants actually makes life easier. You guys, we didn't know that. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> well, that's the no. implication of like, oh, your life is so much harder outside of the church. That's why you go through hardships and you leave the church is because you it's you it's so much easier in the church. It's
2: so much e- yeah. And you know what <laughs> it's like how he says they feel membership requires too much of them we don't just feel that it does it require does. too much. Yeah. You notice how like, we're having
1: a, like an hour and a half long conversation, not sitting in scratchy pantyhose.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Speak for yourself. I'm in pantyhose right now.
2: Ooh, la, la, ooh, la, la. <laughs> I can. <laughs> it is Halloween tomorrow. So <laughs> we're mm, thank you. I see. <laughs> um, keeping covenants with God is heavenly power. Power that strengthens us to withstand our trials, temptations, and heartaches better. This power eases our way, and those who live the higher laws of Jesus Christ have access to his higher power. Thus, covenant keepers are entitled to a special kind of rest that comes to them through their covenantal relationship with God. (laughs) Again, because we ask you to do more, you're going to be able to rest? <laughs> it's so stupid. It doesn't even make any sense. It's just, it's like,
0: so yeah, work, sure,
2: you have to do more. To, work harder. It's
0: like rest also. Like working yeah. out, uh, for the church also gives you rest. Okay. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah he's making it <laughs> so that work equals rest. Like, this is so well, great. Great gaslighting.
0: Oh, so, I noticed he mentioned the word "entitled," which is exactly what all
2: Mormons mm, are. Boom, <laughs> Freudian slip, perhaps. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, dear I, I brothers, mean, yeah, when you're
1: dead tired from like doing all the bullshit, you do sleep like the dead. Like you wake up because you're just like, boom.
2: Yeah. So, right.
1: China has a point.
2: <laughs> it's just annoying that it's like, oh yeah, you might be tired and feel like we're asking too much of you, but actually, you're resting even though you're working hard.
0: Yeah, it like, could be so much harder. You could be outside of the church. <laughs> yeah. So much
2: harder. And then all of us are like, leave, leave, <laughs> <No.
0: laughs> <No. laughs>
2: leave in on
0: Sundays. Have Sunday, fun day. Mimos yeah.
2: E-mose.
0: That's rest for you.
2: Yeah. Oh. Okay. My message yeah. to you today is that because Jesus Christ overcame this fallen world, and because He atoned for each of us, you too can overcome this sin-saturated, self-centered, and often exhausting world. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop you right there.
1: Okay.
0: I like the word sin-saturated though. I
2: do too.
1: Saturated. That's amazing. Yeah. My <laughs> life is sin-saturated. A, I feel like I just. I feel like Christ did not deal with the chaos that we have in our, like just right there. What's he, the, Yeah. The did he ever off. even leave like a 30 kilometer space of his world? Right.
0: That's right there. Yeah. 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 Did he have social media? Did he have <laughs> social media bullies telling him to like, Oh, you're looking a little fat today or, Oh, you know, like, no, no. Yeah.
1: yeah. No. No, like no, I no. just, I always, Christ knows exactly what you're going through. Does he? Does, does he have? Did he, does he have really bad period cramps too? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah,
0: so he no. that's a good point because, like, I've, this is something I've been thinking about too. Is like he doesn't understand the female experience at all, Mm-mm. unless he was like a trans transgender woman at some point, you know? And that, like, it's not so, that would be the right, that story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was a trans man. <gasps> maybe he was a trans man the whole time. That he be, that's
2: what we're missing i don't know
1: but that's, that's always pissed me off as a kid i would be like but does he does he understand what it's like to be a woman spoken down to by a man that you actually know more about something does especially
0: that? The, culture, the culture of the of the yeah. his day women being treated like they were he he wouldn't know that like he wouldn't know how they were treated no
2: yeah no. yeah and also how he says like you can because christ did this you can also overcome this world it's like again painting the world out to just be like so evil and sin saturated when it's like
0: it's exhausting to be yeah you guys exhaust me (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. you're exhausting me i'm like can we look at our world and just appreciate the fact that like there's some cool shit out there
2: So much cooler. So when you were
0: talking about the caterpillar thing, I was thinking, so when we see God in everything and that whole thing, that's a, I've now.
1: Where we see him, there he is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I was thinking about like the excitement that scientists have, like when they go out and like they study science, Mm -hmm. that's the same as like seeing God, quote unquote. In, yeah. to them like to them that's as exciting as like when a religious person goes outside in nature and is like ah oh, god is blessing us with this beautiful sunshine today you know and like mm-hmm. but then they're like the reason why we have sunshine right now and blah 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 you know like they right. understand why yeah. it's happening and it gets exciting to them it's yeah, yeah. it's the same the same chemicals happening you know yeah. <laughs> have you
2: ever seen bill nye describe something in nature and you see him light up like that yeah. Yeah, he's having a spiritual experience in that moment. A hundred percent. He is like, let me tell you, folks. And like, let me tell you why this is this God. way and how cool this is that our our, our world has evolved this way in mm-hmm. order for this thing to survive like this, blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's so cool. Yeah. That's like, more
0: exciting because um, with religion, they just like, if they don't understand it, they just don't touch talk about it. They yeah,
2: or just God did it like, or whatever. It yeah, that's, we're yeah, scientists.
1: No. Want to explain it to us and show us and get us excited. That's what I love about yeah, like yeah. Bill
2: Nye specifically. Like Kelly, oh, yeah, I love I him, him so much. You guys need to watch. He went to. Have you heard of the Ark Encounter, where mm-hmm. that religious nut built the re- replica of Noah's Ark, uh, oh, yeah. and you can go in it? He went on a tour of it. I believe I believe the guy's name is Ken Ham, and Bill Nye went on a tour of it and they filmed it, and Bill Nye was like pointing out everything that was wrong that was like this is just not true like and it, yes. it's just great to, I mean it's infuriating because Ken Ham is just a religious nut job and they like try, he tries to debate him but yeah, yeah it's a good watch if, I, love uh, him. I love him so much like oh I do
1: too he's amazing Let's okay, to back- Church of Bill Nye. <laughs> oh, I was
2: so <laughs> joined.
0: Going <laughs> back to the dog tags, though, you can put anything you want on your religion. By the way, you can okay, put I do? Monster, Yeah, you can. You can put
1: the spaghetti have, monster.
0: Yeah, there are people that have done that. Cult the uh, Church of the uh, Spaghetti Monster, and there's people. Um, there's.
2: That's what Pat over says. You can probably means, put
0: Church of Bill Nye, and
2: that's amazing. They're I love
0: that. on there for you.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> my last right no. I need Bill Nye to FaceTime me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. I wish oh. I, had, I would have put something completely ridiculous on there. But yeah. Anyway.
1: Pat always tells people he belongs to
2: the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Always. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. So what does it mean to overcome the world? <sighs> it means... Overcoming the temptation to care more about the things of this world than the things of God. It means trusting the doctrine of Christ more than the philosophies of men. It means being able to give away even our favorite sins. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I hate that trusting the doctrine of Christ more than the philosophies of men. Literally saying, like, don't trust experts. Yeah. Trust the church.
1: Yeah. yeah. We have the answers now.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, just real curious. Did this talk was this given before or after the for strength of youth um, talk with the Uktorf Dor- Dave?
2: I think it was after, but I don't know for sure.
0: Well, either way, because like we have Uktorf saying, "Oh, now for strength of youth is all about talk to your parents." And oh yeah, um, yeah. we're just gonna give a guideline and then, mm-hmm. but oh but we're still going to like say these these things are wrong
1: mm-hmm.
0: but just you know use your judgment and then we got Rusty <laughs> saying your favorite don't
1: use your judgment <laughs> don't yeah. use
0: your judgment just listen to us we are yeah. right yeah you, it's exhausting out there if you want to be exhausted you want to be tired like a, and just have bags <laughs> under your eyes all the time yeah go out there go leave Go the out train.
2: there mm-hmm.
0: we'll be in here with our like exfoliated skin no you won't Y'all look they all look like shit, <laughs> by the way. Bednar looks all fucking we're gonna talk about him in a minute, but like his skin looks like he's all gloss like he's looks all like he looks robotic robotic to me. Like he looks like he's had surgery and like his like skin is just so tight and like gloss like shimmery. Oh
2: no. Yeah, oh god. No. I saw a picture of him and I was like, What is happening? <sighs> <sighs> god. Okay, exactly. overcoming the world again. <laughs> overcoming the world means growing to love God and His beloved Son more than you love anyone or anything else. I'm sorry, Dusty. As a mother, what do you think that you? It's. I just don't think anyone should be like. I love God more than I love my child. I just no, don't think that's okay. I, I mean, again, I know people who do,
1: obviously.
0: Just, like, but... intangible, like, apparently, like, white man that lives in the sky that more than <laughs> you love your two adorable children.
2: Uh, right?
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: he gives me trials. He gave me trials of, you know, so.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah. So, how, then, do we overcome the world? King Benjamin taught us how. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yep. He said that, The natural man is an enemy to God and remains so forever unless he yields to the enticings of the Holy Spirit and putteth off the natural man and becometh a saint through the atonement of Christ the Lord. (sighs) So each time that you seek and follow the promptings of the spirit, each time you do anything good, things that the natural man would not do, you are overcoming the world. The natural man bullshit. It's the this idea that you're just inherently an enemy to god yeah. yeah 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 the the natural desires to
1: like protect and care for your family and provide and yeah, yeah that's, that's all, an enemy that's to god
2: bad. yeah mm, obviously yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: to have your you know your family unit or your community or your tribe or whatever that that's, that's trying natural
2: to
0: have a, a high paying job that works on sunday the, Makes you work on Sunday. That's, you know, you're choosing that job, even though, like, you're providing yeah. for your family. You're choosing natural man because you have to work on Sundays. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, I roll. Now, you may be thinking, this sounds more like hard work than rest. Yes, Rusty, that's uh, what I'm thinking. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. But here is the grand uh, truth. <laughs> Here's the truth. Well, while the world insists that power, possessions, popularity, and pleasures of the f- flesh bring happiness, they do not. They cannot. What they do uh, produce is nothing but a hollow substitute for the blessed and happy state of those who keep the commandments of God. Power, possessions. What was the other one? Popularity and pleasures of the flesh. He did a lot of keywords P. there. All- alliteration. <laughs> Good job
1: there,
2: Rusty. Good job.
1: So, so. Power, popularity, possessions, and, and pleasure. Pleasures. So all things that, like, the apostles basically have, they are popular. <laughs> they, they have, have possessions. possessions oh. Because they get a stipend. Yes, they're paid. Yeah, um, they have power.
2: Power over so many people, the globe. Yeah. and But those things don't bring happiness, apparently.
0: I don't want to think about their pleasures of the flesh. do mm. not.
2: Bring um, back that <laughs> that we had earlier. Uh,
0: no No. Forget about that. <laughs> you
1: guys are going to stop talking to me soon. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he says this may sound more like, like it's hard work than rest. And we're like, yeah. But then he just goes on to say again, the outside world is just wrong. And they don't bring you any happiness. So I don't know. <laughs> then <laughs> he says, please do not misunderstand me. I did not say that making covenants makes life easy. Yes, you did. You That's did. That's exactly yeah. what you just said.
1: <laughs> Thank you. That's, that is like <laughs> You just said, it's easier to
2: make the covenant. Yeah. In fact, Bye. expect opposition because the adversary does not want you to discover the power of Jesus Christ. Again, you're doing it right if you feel the adversary if you have opposition then you're doing something right i hate God. it so much <laughs> God. So i plead with you now take charge of your own testimony work for it nurture it so that it will grow feed it truth don't pollute it with false philosophies of unbelieving men and women <laughs> uh yeah he's just yeah he goes on to say like spend more time in the temple cherish and honor your covenants above all other commitments blah 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 like basically we are the most important the church is the most important everything else is second and then he bears his testimony and
0: of course he does Mm -hmm. it's also this like (laughs) othering of um people like it just continues doubles down on the othering of people that leave and that because oh they left because they were it was it was too easy but also like he it, the contradicts himself and says it was too easy, but also too hard in the church because he couldn't keep your covenants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's like a whole weird contradiction there. I don't understand that. But then also, like, you're choosing power and uh, uh, pa- the only one I can remember is pleasures of the flesh, but <laughs> 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 uh-huh. <laughs> popularity. Yeah, popularity
2: and, and something and, else. I can't uh, remember.
0: But Choosing those things. It's, just putting, like, it's that whole thing of putting the world before everything else. And so we put the world before everything else. And so we're tired. <laughs> so we're,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, I am tired because I got a three-year-old who does not sleep <laughs> in his own bed. Uh, yeah. I just find it very troubling. It's very um, cult-like, obviously, because it's a mm-hmm. cult. Just to say, put our doctrine above everything put your covenants above your family put mm-hmm. them above your friends and your neighbors we're this is the most important and it's very like dangerous you know it verges on where someone like Lori Vallow hears that clings mm-hmm. onto it and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it's like nothing else is, is more important than this so anything goes
1: Yeah, it's very problematic in the looking at, just because of my situation, looking at young mothers who are really struggling with hormonal issues and postpartum and them being, you're so fucking tired. I don't even know how we survive it some days. But to then be like, I'm not doing enough because I'm tired all the time. And then extending themselves even more into dangerous situations because they've been told if you're tired, you're not doing enough. Yeah. It's yeah. so it's so troubling and it's so dangerous.
2: Mm-hmm. So that was rusty. Phew. Uh, Rusty's uh, done. Uh, done with my talks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> Fucknar. <not her. laughs>
2: Uh.
1: Jake has been calling him Fucknar all week and I am so here for it oh
2: it was so good when it was in the group chat and he he just spelled it out like with no explanation just like I'm (laughs) going to cover Fucknar's talk and I was like oh my god that's that's great
1: (laughs) and that we all just were like yeah we know who you're talking about (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yep
0: oh yeah. Oh, uh, his talk is called "Put on Nice Strength, Those oh Zion. I have to like make a little like nerdy voice whenever I,
1: "Put on Nice Strength, Those
0: oh Zion. You know, I just I. Uh, Can me. I
1: tell you a story about Fuckner? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, I have a cousin who's a lot older than me because Mormon families. Um. So he went to BYU Idaho when. Fukner was president and met his wife there. Anyway, they moved to Canada, blah, blah, blah. We were watching general conference and somehow she knew something big was like happening. Like she had gotten a phone call or something and she was like standing in the middle of the living room with like her arms out. And she was like, everybody be quiet. And we were like, okay. Cause they were like announcing the new like general authorities or whatever. And they announced his name and she like rushed to the TV and had like both hands on like, cause back then TVs like had a tube and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she like held onto the TV and was sobbing as he was called to be a general authority, and we were all just like, "What is happening right now?" Because she knew him, and it was like this huge oh thing God. for her. And I was, and even as like a kid, I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> like
0: that's terrifying. It was
1: insane. I that's like the only thing. That's the only reason I know who he is to this day is because she was like so like overwhelmed with emotion and the spirit that he and was Martin's- now. <laughs> Mormons
2: claim that they don't worship the prophet and apostle. Right, but it's like well, they do. They like they're like celebrities, higher yeah. Than celebrities. Yeah, well, like it, a lot of Mormons. it
1: was like those girls screaming for the Beatles. Emotion, uh-huh. yeah, like it was so. Yeah. I was like, I am so uncomfortable right now. <laughs>
0: like, well, and like when I worked at Desert Book, it was like anytime a, an apostle or somebody put out a book, a new book, we were just like we knew that it would be just constant like. People would yeah. be coming in. It would fly off the shelves, basically. Yeah. It would be, we'd be really busy. And we that were. Popularity.
2: Uh, popularity. And they're earning money from that. Sin, yeah. What is it? Sin. sin oh, well, it wasn't sin-soaked. What was it?
0: Sin-saturated. <laughs> sin-saturated.
2: <laughs> they're <Sin-saturated. laughs> <Or> being
1: sin-saturated <laughs> with popularity. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Sin-saturated with the pleasures of the flesh. All right. Oh.
2: Title of the episode. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go
1: um, talk to my friend who writes smutty books and let her know her next Ooh. book needs to be called Sin Soaked.
2: <laughs> Sin- oh. Oh.
1: Soaking. Soaking.
0: I had, a, I had somebody... Oh, yeah. I had my a Navy buddy reach out to me. She was... Because I... What I... Oh, the the crabs in the, the breakout in people's oh, armpits at BYU. Perfect. I posted something about that. And she was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, "Um, honey, they, think about it for a second. She's like, are they fucking their armpits? And I was like, huh? And I was like, that's not even the worst thing that they're doing. And so I told her about soaking. And she was like, what the fuck? That's not even fun. And I was like, yeah, exactly. And she's like, that's still sex because you're penetrating. I'm like, yeah, exactly. And then I was like, also... Earthquaking. She's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love telling people who are not Mormon have never been anything Mormon all about this shit because it's Mormon so sex crazy.
2: loopholes. So good. Yeah. Oh good. So good.
0: But the armpits? She
1: was like, to I'm, I'm, the knees like, too. There's just oh uh, yeah, could... pits
0: Yeah, I may just bend my knee for you, honey. <laughs> like I just <laughs> what." All right. i mean i've said that before but in a different way anyway oh my my <laughs> the whiskey's talking anyway so
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh all right Pucknar. so he says um this is he starts his his uh pretentious um anecdote is a parable so
2: oh, okay
0: talks about the royal marriage feast um So I paraphrased some of it. A king is making a marriage for his son. He sends his servants to send for his guests, but they would not come. He bid them twice. And then in his his words, he says, in ancient times, one of the most joyous occasions in Jewish life was a wedding celebration, an event that would span a week or even two. Such an event required extensive planning, and guests were informed far in advance with a reminder sent on the opening day of the festivities. An invitation from a king... To his subjects, to a wedding such as this was essentially considered a command, yet many of the bidden guests in this parable did not come. The refusal to attend the king's feast was a deliberate act of rebellion against royal, royal authority and a personal indignity against both the reigning sovereign and his son. The turning away by one man to his farm and by another to his business interests reflects their misguided priorities and total disregard of the king's will. I think you guys know where this is going. hmm <laughs> the servants essentially go out and gather whoever they can, both bad and good, and furnish the wedding with guests. That was my, um, paraphrasing. He, he spoke for a little while on this. Oh, like, like yeah. girl, I, you need to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the, let's see. He talks about the customs, um and they also provide garments for the wedding guests. Such wedding garments were simple, nondescript robes that all attendees wore. In this way, rank and station were eliminated, and everyone at the feast could mingle as equals. People invited from the highways to attend the wedding would not have had the time or means to procure appropriate attire in preparation for the event. Consequently, the king likely gave guests the garments from his own wardrobe. Everyone was given the opportunity to clothe themselves in garments of royalty. Okay. I think it's kind of it's a cool like I didn't realize that, that was a custom of theirs but that's kind of a cool thing like
1: yeah
0: equality okay. Mhm.
1: They probably don't uh, want to go to the wedding cuz it was dry.
0: Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, <I don't> <laughs> As the king entered the wedding hall, he surveyed the audience and immediately noticed that one conspicuous guest was not wearing a wedding garment. The man was brought forward and the king asked, Friend, how camest thou in hither not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then he quotes Elder James E. Talmage that the unrobed guest was guilty of neglect, intentional disrespect, or some more grievous offence is plain from the context. The king at first was graciously considerate, inquiring only as to how the man had entered without a wedding garment. Had the guest been able to explain his exceptional appearance, or had he any reasonable excuse to offer, he surely would have spoken, but we are told that he remained speechless. The king's summons had been freely extended to all whom, all whom his servants had found. But each of them had to enter the royal palace by the door And before reaching the banquet room In which the king would appear in person Each would be properly attired But the deficient one, by some means Had entered by another way And not having passed the attendant sentinels at the portal He was an intruder <laughs> uh, And then a Christian author John O'Reed, Reed who Described it as Disrespect for both the king and his son uh, He did not simply like a wedding garment Rather he chose not to wear one so Where he is goes he on.
2: going with this? Um. Yeah. I'm. good um,
0: yeah. yeah. I know you'll get uh, there, but
2: I'm just like. <laughs> it's a lot.
0: Like, I'm that's pretty much. He was in. Uh, let's see. All right. So the parable then concludes with this penetrating ugh, scripture. Oh, oh, oh. For many are called, but few are chosen. Uh. Interestingly, Joseph Smith made the following what? adjustment to the verse from Matthew in his inspired translation. Mm-hmm,
2: inspired, sure.
0: Of the Bible, for many are called but few are chosen, wherefore all do not have on the wedding garment. So the wherefore oh. all do
1: not have on the
0: wedding garment is his addition.
1: The invitation
0: to the wedding feast and the choice to partake in the feast are related but different. The invitation is to all men and women. An individual may even accept the invitation and sit down at the feast, yet not be chosen to partake because he or she does not have the appropriate wedding garment of converting faith in the Lord Jesus and his divine grace. Thus, we both have both God's call and our individual response to that call, and many may be called, but few chosen. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I go there's just.
1: Sorry uh, about the giggling in the background.
0: It's cute. It, it just it uh, helps with this bullshit. So, um, to be or to become chosen is not an exclusive status conferred upon us. Are you sure of that? Because I feel like you guys have already said that you guys are very exclusive. And it very, feels
1: very exclusive. Yeah. 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 If you have to pay ten percent of your um. Income in order to be part of the club. I don't really want to go. Yeah. No.
0: Rather you and I ultimately. Can choose to be chosen. Through the righteous exercise. Of our moral agency. Mm. Yeah.
2: Mm. Again. We can choose to be chosen. Mm-hmm. By yeah. following everything we tell you to do. Unless <laughs> <Then laughs> we be were chosen. born in a country. Where it's not America. Yeah. And
1: we're
2: yeah. Not white. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah
0: yeah in the busyness of he says busyness I'm like could you not <laughs> like why is busyness. that why'd you use that word like what in the busyness of our daily lives and like and in the commotion of the contemporary world in which we live we may be distracted from the this goes with the yeah
2: yeah like it's like always uh, again like, like the commotion of, of the world, the, the evilness of the world, the sin saturated nature of the <laughs> world. It's like it's just constantly shoved down their throats of like the world is so bleh, <laughs> scary and exhausting. And it's like, oh my God, you're the you're the one exhausting me. <laughs>
0: yeah. You're making me tired, fucknar. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> uh, we may be distracted from the eternal things that matter the most by making th- <sighs> Oh, the, he repeats the thing, but I didn't even catch this because I didn't see the. Okay, so we may be distracted from the eternal things that matter the most by making pleasure, prosperity, popularity, and prominence our primary priorities.
2: I have to say, <laughs> do
1: have continuity. <laughs> the
2: alliteration! Oh my. Yeah, <sighs> okay. Do you
1: heard... think they like sat up and talked about their talks and were like, "Hey, hey." Hey, let's like <laughs> and we'll both do it. It's going to be so uh, cute. I, I oh, my so God. Fun.
0: And then we're going to have a pillow party. Yeah. Pillow fight. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then the Mormons that, like, listened to this, and I picked up on it, were probably like, oh, they said the same thing. <laughs> they were both inspired. <laughs> this is so
1: inspired. They, they, inspired. Be, they didn't even know it. They didn't even know they didn't that even they know used it. the like,
2: same word. Heavenly yeah. Father told them to say it. Same words.
1: Whoa. (laughs) 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 Not knowing that they have like professional speechwriters on their staff. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Our short term preoccupation with the P words. I'm killing me. Let's see. Uh, Our short term preoccupation with the things of this world and the honors of men may lead us to forfeit our spiritual birthright for far less than a mess of pottage. Another P word. So many
2: P words. But also, uh, just, he needs to fuck off. Like, just telling people that what they enjoy and what they would like to do and they, you know, they want to accomplish things in this world. It's just nothing compared to the afterlife and mm-hmm. the eternal consequence of whatever you're yeah, doing. I, yeah. Don't worry
1: about today. It's all about when you die.
0: Uh, so, his last little thing, let's see. Each of us should evaluate our temporal and spiritual priorities sincerely and prayerfully to identify the things in our lives that may impede the bounteous blessings that Heavenly Father and the Savior are willing to bestow upon us. And surely the Holy Ghost will help us to see ourselves as we really are. So, and I, I guarantee there's some Molly Mormons and some Peter priesthoods that are out there thinking, Oh, I need to look at what's impeding on my spiritual progression right now because Fucknar told me to. He didn't they won't say Fucknar, but you know. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> and they'll probably cut out something from their life that they genuinely enjoy mm-hmm. that is, you know, probably great for them or their mental health, but they're like, I need to cut that out and I need to go to the temple more. Or whatever, you know.
0: I'm honestly surprised that I haven't seen more, like, I'm going to delete Instagram or Facebook. Yes,
1: I was just going to say, I'm surprised that people haven't been like, because I have too much sin
2: (laughs) sin soaking. Sin soaking. -soaking.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to delete it to turn my life to the church. Like, I'm actually
2: surprised, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's essentially what he's saying. And that's what Rusty was saying, too, is like, get rid of of stuff that like brings you joy or whatever and give that time to the church and do more for the church and be a missionary constantly like
0: but you can't tell me that they don't know that that's um that that's where people are going to go is with social media because they don't want them on people on social media because tiktok and like all yeah. the things are suddenly, like, blowing up with XMO content. They don't want them out there talking, looking mm-hmm. at that stuff. So, like, oh, you got to, like, start focusing on the church and, like, get rid of the things that are jo- bringing you joy. And people immediately are going to be like, oh, TikTok brings me joy. I can, like, I look at that and I probably should, like, lessen my time on yeah.
2: that. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. it's
0: easier for them to go find XMO stuff. So they're mm-hmm. going to be like, yeah, it's just a, it's a tactic of them trying to, like, Oh, no, don't look over there. Don't look over there. Don't look at the man with yeah. the curtain.
2: Creating diversion yeah. uh, okay. and an exerting control. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Whoa. <sighs> so I think <laughs> overall, this general conference wasn't as, like, problematic as, like, other ones have been. But it was still, mm-hmm. you had to find the problematic stuff. It was still there. It just yeah. wasn't as, Oh, it's like,
2: always obvious. still, it's always there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they didn't full-on say, like...
0: Must
1: get
2: Gay people are, are yeah, <laughs> yeah, causing the decline of the world, like they said a
1: couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah honestly. Mm-hmm. it's. I think they also know when they're being watched, and okay. I feel like they tailor oh, yeah. things around because you know it's not just like so and so. You need to give a talk at a general conference, okay? Like they're given a topic, they're given parameters that they have to stay within. They have somebody oh, yeah. who helps them write it. They have like people. And who... you know, yeah. Yeah. You know, they go through, like,
2: checks and balances of, like, oh, okay, let's sure. check and see, like, your exact wording on this talk. Yeah. It mm-hmm. has to be perfect because we, we do have eyes on us now. There is a large Exmo community now. So, they're yeah. very careful with their wording. And they, like I said earlier, like we were saying, they put in more women and more people of color because they've been criticized so much. Yeah. I mean, they still don't have enough, but they put in no. some. So yeah, yeah, throwing a bone. Yeah. Like
0: putting Tracy Browning on there was a very calculated move. It oh, was you,
2: know it
1: was. you know it, was you know Having her even in the presidency was a calculated move. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: it's. Oh, but it was inspired,
0: much... quote unquote. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
2: yeah it's very I much it. like tokenizing of people of color and women. Like, oh look, we're so diverse. <laughs> yeah, not bad. We have a, we have a black woman in our we pres- have a black you're, you're, woman check it out a- yeah we can't possibly minutes. we can't possibly have racist doctrine because we I let not racist,
1: racist I have brown friends
2: yeah that's yeah. it exactly mm-hmm. yeah I hate it oh. <laughs> I <laughs> like hate I need that. a second shower
0: that's insane <laughs> how do we feel right now we feeling good we feel great yeah
2: I'm hoping <laughs> that my kids find
1: Halloween candy tomorrow that has weed in it so yeah I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Come on. <laughs> somebody handing out edibles in this neighborhood.
0: So, listeners, if that's you, let us know.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> As if there's not, like, a weed shop on every corner in my town.
0: <laughs> oh, my wish. Yeah, there was in Denver, so I missed out on that. But yeah, you did. Partake. I was in military. I couldn't partake, so... did
1: we discover though that washington's not that far of a drive from you though
0: it's true it's true
1: <laughs> there you <laughs> go well thanks kids that was fun yeah. so <laughs> sorry much. to traumatize you
0: thanks for joining us listeners for
2: yeah.
0: you guys Katie, thank
2: enjoy. you for collaborating yeah. Yeah. thank you i love it always, always.